0: Hello and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast. I am your host, Claire Bond. And on today's episode, I am going to be discussing how to use storytelling to boost your personal brand. So I've already mentioned that content marketing is key to building your personal brand, but what if you have a personal brand copycat or if chat is making it so... Just the world is so bombarded with content, which it kind of is at this point. So how do you differentiate yourself from all of this noise out there? Well, sharing your stories is going to help. So storytelling is so important to differentiate, differentiating yourself and making your content unique to you so share your stories your experiences and your insights based on your area of expertise this is a way to show your thought leadership and it's going to show your vulnerability your authenticity and basically what makes you you because they're your stories so it's really what leads to that know like and trust factor um, storytelling is oftentimes like you'll share a story and someone will be like, oh, I had something like that happen to me or just the way that you share the story resonates with somebody. So this is one way to get ahead of someone that is relying on Chat GPT for all of their content or is copycatting so let's talk about more about storytelling and some tips to make it better to improve your storytelling so stories have a way of connecting with people um, on a very emotional level like i said making them feel invested in the narrative and the people that are involved um so by using storytelling in your personal brand strategy you can add life to your content and create a deeper connection with your audience and drive more engagement. So if you share a personal story or something like that, and then you ask for people for their feedback, you know, uh, I saw somebody recently on social media talked about their, um, the peonies that were growing in, um, in their garden and how much they love them and the story behind, you know, them planting them and all that kind of stuff. And then she basically asked, what's your favorite flower? And tell me a story behind that. You know, sharing your side of something makes people want to reciprocate. So that's another key thing and why storytelling is so important. So if you listen or watch (laughs) to Listen or watched any of my other podcasts, you know that I like to share stories just like I just did. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I actually remember one of my friends in college, um, he was actually a high school friend, and we didn't go to the same college. So when we get together, um, I would tell him all my stories, you know, kind of like this data dump of, well, well, this happened. And he was always like, I absolutely love your stories because I feel like I'm there. Like, I feel like even though we're thousands of miles away, I feel like I actually experienced it with you because everything you're telling me is so vivid. So um, I've always loved storytelling. One of the things too is that, you know, I use storytelling and I weave them in to the content that I create. And one of the the ways that we do that is my co-founder is, is one that does a lot of the sales calls and that sort of thing. And um, I'm, uh, you know, doing podcasts and talking with a lot of people. So we're constantly learning from, from people in the world. Um, you know, what people, what questions that people have, the stumbling blocks that they have, you know, block, just any sort of blockage or something like that, that's keeping them from moving forward. And we have little anecdotes and stories that we give our team to pull from. So a lot of the content you'll see, while I'm not sitting there creating every post, my team actually just kind of goes, okay, here's this literal list. I don't even know how long it is at this point. It's probably like 50 little anecdotes. And they just kind of pull from it. And then they use that, they weave it into a post. So a lot of my uh, the content has themes in, involved in it. Um, and the stories are what really helps my team know me and, and how to come up with content. So stories are really, really key. So here are some tips for you. Um, if you really wanna lean into storytelling, which I highly advise you do. One of the biggest key things is kind of what I, what I mentioned about the stories, the, the stories and anecdotes that my co-founder and I have, is you need to know your audience. We obviously know our audience because we're talking to them all day long. And those stories are based on real world experiences. So before you start telling a story, you need to know who you're talking to, right? Because if you tell the wrong story to the, you know, if you tell the well, the right story to the wrong audience, then all of a sudden they're like, woo, this person's crazy. So know who you're speaking to, know what their interests are, their pain points, their values, that kind of thing, and weave that into your story. It's going to make it a lot better. So understanding your audience, you can tailor your story to resonate with them on a deeper level. So really, really key to know who you're talking to. But it's really key for personal branding and content strategy anyway. So know who you're talking to. The next thing is you want your story to have a, a, a strong structure. Um, and, you know, uh, really a good story has what? A clear beginning, middle, and end. And you don't want to get lost while you're telling a story. So I mentioned this during my client media training sessions because it has happened in the past. Um We had someone that was had a really difficult time staying on topic. I think possibly he had ADHD. Um, But he, I, I liken it to, he would talk, 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 squirrel. And like, you're like, oh, what? Where did you go? It was actually really invested in your story. And then you just went off topic and you never went back. And I have no idea, I have no idea what this was about. Um, storytelling is really key if you're doing any sort of media or something like that when you're shooting videos, because you want to be succinct enough that you can pull like a 60 second clip, right? Everyone has a short attention span. If you never get to the point, people will get bored. I know I am one of those people. I am one of those people. I I harp on this all the time with my team. I'm like, I am bored. I am bored. I've already left. I've left the room. I hate this video. No one made a point. I'm out. So don't do that. Make sure that you have a point and you stick to it. So if if you have to veer off to tell a story because it helps add life to something, then great. But don't lose the goal of what you're talking about because you're going to lose your audience. So do not forget your structure to your story, you know, beginning, middle, and an end, and make sure that you make a point. It's going to keep your audience obviously engaged and invested in the story. And if you lose them during it, they're going to say, I don't know what is happening and (laughs) just going to leave. So, uh, and one of the keys too, that I talk about is to when I'm doing media training with people is I say, okay, put, so I'm looking at the camera here, my, my, uh, computer is right here below me. A lot of times I'll have notes either next to the camera or on my computer. So that really can help if I get lost because you know what? We all get lost sometimes. Something will happen. There's going to be a loud noise. Maybe, I mean, I've got dogs and all of a sudden I can hear the dogs, you know, essentially tap dancing on the floor above me, you know, things like that. You're like, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. So you, you get distracted and you need to know how to bring yourself back into it, especially when you're doing an interview or something like that. So really, really key. Keep your notes close by. Um, that's definitely going to help. OK, so the next one is use emotion. Emotion is key because that's the thing that's going to get people invested. So incorporating emotion into your content marketing strategy is a really effective way to engage your audience and drive success because it shows your passion for a subject. So here's one of the biggest things. So we used to have work with somebody that would would often say, well, it depends. And we really had to work with them to stop saying that because it, it, I I mean, you know, it can be irksome when you're like, I asked your opinion and you basically didn't give me any, you didn't help me in any way, shape or form because you said, well, it depends everything is always like, well, it depends because you don't want to offend somebody or you can think of all of these scenarios. It's much more important to have a stance on something. So have an opinion on your area of expertise. That is what people come to you for. That is how you're going to get an engaged audience is because they're going to know, oh, you know what? When I see Claire's content, I know she's going to have an opinion on this. I know she's going to be passionate about it. And I I need to, I want to find out what she has to say about this subject. So you you know, you don't want to lose somebody because you were too safe or you use, you know, it depends. So while I'm saying this, like, I think it's super important to have a a position and an opinion about something. I personally, you know, leave politics and polarizing topics out of that. I don't feel it's important to have an opinion on that. Um, in a public forum, so it's, it's kind of the way I, I am. Um, it's the way my mother always taught me. You know, uh, you never talk about politics or religion in polite society, and that's the way I keep it. So when I'm talking about having an opinion, it is about your subject matter expertise, not a polarizing topic. All right, let's go into the next one. The next one is be authentic. This, I mean, I know that I hammer this one, but it is so key. It's so. It's what's interesting about it is that. When you tell people that they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." But then they'll do something that's not authentic or they'll want something inauthentic to be in their their brand and you're like, "I don't think that you really understand that you how people see you. You you think it doesn't really apply to you. So authenticity applies to everybody. People can tell when a story isn't authentic or you're making something up. So um, if you didn't know it, I used to be a former actress. So in acting, you know, classes and things like that, you had to learn how to tell a story as your character. You had to learn how to make the story your own as if you lived it too, right? You can tell bad acting because they're like eyes are glazed over and they're like fake looking going like, oh yeah, there was the time that we went down to the lake. And you're like... You didn't go down to the lake. And then you know, and then when the people like actually feel it, you could actually feel it. You're like, oh my God, they that's them. You're not going, that's an actor and it's bad acting. You're thinking, wow, whoever that person is that you're watching, that's their lived experience and it's good, bad, or whatever. So while I'm not suggesting that you go and you tell a fake story and you work on it real hard like you're an actor, don't do that. Be genuine and truthful, use your own stories to engage your audience because that's what's going to lead to no liking and trusting. Not taking on someone else's, else's persona, making someone else's stories yours that's just weird and creepy and it'll catch up with you. One of the things, too, about authenticity is that it really goes. I saw something, it was I think it was a board panda thing, and I, I actually shared it, but um, with some of my team members because there's somebody that I know that is. Really overdoing it with retouching. Retouching images too much. Um, basically, this this board panda was like, you know, here is this person on Instagram, and here they are in real life, caught by the paparazzi, and it's completely different, right? They don't have the same, you know, uh, measurements or or bone structure or whatever it might be, and it's just one. It's a shame. Um, but they're going to know if it's your real photo or if it's like so retouched that you look like an avatar. So authenticity is really in every aspect of your personal brand. Um, It needs to be there. So use stories, but also be real when it comes to your photos. Just how to say that as an aside. All right. So the final tip that I'm going to leave you with is choose the right platform. Choosing the right platform is really really going to be key because if your your ideal audience isn't on the given platform that you're going like so you know, I don't do a lot of stuff on TikTok, it's because my ideal audience isn't on TikTok. So you need to make sure that you are showing up where your ideal audience actually is. So whether it's a blog or a social media post or a video, make sure that you're sharing that on the platforms where your target audience is and that is going to help obviously with your personal brand and getting it in front of the right eyes. So there you have it. Storytelling, really important with your personal brand. And if you aren't currently doing it, I highly recommend that you start. And thank you so much for listening and watching. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.